Good afternoon, you're listening to Snacker Ikinosk on Radio Nova. My name is Mac. I'm in the studio today with... Sarah. Sarah, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. So, do you feel the Christmas spirits a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I do, especially with the snow and the cold. Yeah, yeah. You saw the snow uh, last week mm. and it melted. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know uh, where you live in Oslo. Maybe there's more snow where you are. I live Maybe. in Sun Student Vibe. Yeah. So it's quite a bit because it's more up north of Oslo. Yeah. It was fun. On I like this. Uh, because I have some friends that live in Holmenkollen. So okay. way where the ski jump is. Uh, it's a lot of snow. A it's lot. like a lot of snow. <laughs> so it's really <laughs> weird because I live way down uh, south of Oslo mm. uh, on the outside. And when it was snowing in Oslo... At my place, it was nothing, and it was way warmer. <laughs> so, okay. So I was going to work, uh, and it's higher up, so it was snow there at work, and then I came home, and it was just nothing. It's <laughs> just a massive contrast. <laughs> yeah, so them. it's like, you know, traveling during the day, like, to two different places, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. I like it. And uh, the lights are up in the city. Yeah. The have you been to the Christmas market? I just walked um, along uh, today. Uh, but I think I'm going to go next weekend and uh, just see some of the rides and, uh, yeah, go around a it little bit. It looks so fun. Yeah, it looks like expensive fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I think they took down the prices a little bit this year for, for the wheel, I, I think. Because uh, it used to be, yeah, more like 200 for one. Oh. Yeah, for one person. Oh. Which is too much. Cost of living crisis. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> but now it's it's a bit down, so it's more accessible, which is nice. That's good. Um, yeah. It's uh, kind of romantic a little bit, you know? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I just need to find a guy. <laughs> That's all. Um, and yes, talking about guys, we are talking about emotional intelligence today. Mm. So why do you want to talk about that, by the way? Why do I want That's a great question. Yeah. Um, How did that pop up into your head? I think maybe because of like a previous situation that's um, happened to me. I was like, damn, if just you'd been more like this or I've been more like this, yeah. maybe things would have been different. And I was thinking, why do men view relationships so much differently to women? Why do women invest more into relationships mm-hmm. sort of emotionally? So I just want to crack down on that yeah. for today's topic. Fair enough. Well, let's get cracking then. Let's go. Tell me about this uh, emotional intelligence. Yeah, I want to uh, begin by defining emotional intelligence. That's okay. I mm-hmm. found a couple of definitions I'm going to read out. So the first one is the ability to understand, use and manage your own emotions in a positive way to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. And the second one is a set of emotional and social skills that collectively establish how well we perceive and express ourselves, develop and maintain our social relationships, cope with challenges, manage stress and make decisions Mm. and use emotional information in an effective and meaningful way. So essentially what these definitions are saying is it's all about your people skills and how you get along and interact with others. And our first memories of these begin in childhood. So boys um, are taught when they're brought up, they have they develop skills to be assertive and confident and they're conditioned to care more about hierarchy and winning and decisiveness. And on the flip side to that, girls are socialized to be more nurturing, to be able to show emotions and encouraged to be empathetic. 
which comes as a surprise to no one. (laughs) And I think the problem grows when we continue to take these messages into adulthood. It makes socialization pressures inescapable for most of us in society, especially if you come from a traditional home where the gender stereotypes are the man is the provider, the woman is stay at home, she doesn't talk back sort of thing. But obviously not all men and women fall into this gender-specific patterns of emotional intelligence. Uh, I say this because, in my opinion, society is becoming less traditional, which I think is a good thing. Yes, definitely. Um, I was in, I don't know the toy shop, but I was in a toy shop recently, and I was just, like, going in, just kind of reliving being a child, and I was noticing that a lot of the children's toys, they had different types of packaging. So there wasn't so much as, like with baby Annabelle, there wasn't so much as a girl playing with the baby Mm. or with Legos, there wasn't a boy on the box. And I think they have packaging that's more neutral so they don't try to aim it towards a particular gender. So it could be for either gender. Um, I think it's good because toys are a main part of the socialisation that we get growing up, along with family, teachers, books, movies, etc. They try to push a certain narrative onto us. And research has shown that women tend to score higher than men on measures of emotional intelligence, which I believe to be more because of the scientific element. Scientifically, females utilise more areas of their brain containing mirror neurons than 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 males when they process emotions. But also women are more emotionally driven individuals, whereas men are more logically driven. Mm. So in today, how is it relevant today and how it affects us? When it comes to relationships, for example, men are more logically driven, as I've said. So when a woman is expressing her emotions and she's venting to, let's say, her boyfriend, uh, men, not all men, but some men will try to give her a solution straight away. They'll use their logic and they'll be like, you need to do this, this and this. But it's not a bad thing necessarily. But sometimes women just want to be heard by the man. They just want to... I'm sure I've had it when I just want to come and just want to vent to someone and be like, this person did this, this, this to me. And the last thing I want is someone to be like, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. Like, just hear what I'm trying to say. But isn't like, by, you know, if the other person is able to give you some advice and direction, then they have listened to you, isn't it? They have deducted mm. from everything that you said that, you know, this is potentially a path that you can follow um, and I, you have been able to talk right i feel like what what i mean by this is like it's more of kind of the comforting aspect mm. it's like we've sat down and you're there you're probably like rubbing my back and you tell me it's okay it's okay so i'm just telling you all these things and then later you can come to the solution i think the problem here is when men immediately come with the well you need to do this they don't kind of be like yeah I've heard what you're saying I understand you feel like this but they kind of come with the immediate like put a plaster on it and this is what you need to do Mm -hmm. because I feel men haven't been well previously I think it's changed a lot more now but men haven't been able to have the same grace that women have when they have problems I think when men it's like toughen up you see a solution get it sorted but women it's more of like well how did this make you feel what would you do differently sort of thing would you agree Yes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know if I I just try to think like if I have a girlfriend coming to me to talk about issues, you know, Mm -hmm. um, definitely there will be the emotional checkup. Like, Mm -hmm. are you okay? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but then I think I'll also be coming up with a solution for her or try to bring some clarity. Mm -hmm. But maybe we are more uh, 
tuned in to not offending the other person yeah. as, a, as a girl, right? You're going to be like, okay, maybe she's not going to take that too well because mm. she's that type of person. So this is how I'm going to talk to her. When a guy would be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> there is only one uh, voice, one uh, emotion, and this is what I'm going to use for everybody. And so maybe there's some like variables there yeah um, possibly yeah i think it definitely depends on the person mm-hmm. that you're talking to um but i think it helps to not be kind of immediately like bombarded with a solution or logic straight away um males and females use different strategies during emotional processing which obviously accounts for the variables but we are naturally wired differently to each other, but that doesn't mean we can't understand each other's needs or desires. Yeah. We just have to want to understand them. I think a negative and a toxic way of thinking from men in particular is you expect too much from me. I'm not capable of that when faced with emotional challenges, when in actual fact you're more than capable of facing up to it. You just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So there are many ways to improve your emotional intelligence that I'm going to quickly talk about. So number one is practicing positivity. By this, I mean, watch your language. If you are coming every day, you're like, oh, I feel so shit. Like today's going to be so bad. Obviously, that day is going to be terrible for you. Yeah, It's not a good start for anyone in any situation. You know, thinking negatively and just uh, uh, staying in that emotion. Mm. Uh, I think it's... I see it at at work with children. Mm -hmm. Uh, We always tell them, you know, don't focus on the negative because we can see with them that's... It's so simple to see with kids because they're honest and, you know, their emotion comes first. Mm -hmm. And you tell them, you know, if you're going to feel like this and think about what just happened for the next 10, 30, one hour, you're not going to you're not going to move over it and you're not going to enjoy your day. And Mm -hmm. so it's very important to be able to see, okay, uh, even as a grown-up, we should have understood that, right? If you keep thinking about the same thing, you're going to wallow into it for, you know, as long as you think about it. So yeah. I kind of get it, though, because being in a sad mood is kind of comforting into into some degree. You know, you put your sad music on and you just kind of, you expect that day is going to go uh, the way it's gonna go are you saying sad is cozy <laughs> in some in some ways it can be i think that's freaking instagram for you <laughs> sad mood girl sad mood it's very tumblr days for me. <laughs> okay yeah so get out of the sadness mm, try smile laugh etc mm. um number two don't make decisions when you're in a bad mood but also don't make decisions when you're in an amazing mood either try and stay clear-minded yeah in in that sort of mood number three don't be too hard on yourself mm-hmm. we're our own worst critics and you can hold yourself accountable and work towards your goal but remember that you're not perfect mm-hmm. you're going to make mistakes and you may not react to the best in the situation but as long as you come out of that and look back and think i could change my behavior there like you're learning you're growing and that's yeah. really all someone can ask of you um number four Question your own opinions. This one, I like this one because I've read recently, I was in like a talk recently about our belief systems and how they're kind of imposed on us growing up. So when you grow up, your first point of contact is your parents, is your family. They install some certain beliefs on you. Then you go into school, you mingle with people, you get friends, they install their belief systems Mm -hmm. on you. And it can be kind of difficult after years of kind of being indoctrinated by all these beliefs. You come out and you have to establish your own. Yeah, definitely. So I think um, 
it's important to take a step back and think to yourself, do I actually believe this or was it imposed on me? Mm. And then sort of be your own adult to yourself. Yeah, be that. able to see clearly. Mm. It's not easy though. It's not. Okay, number five, don't forget to breathe. It's uh, very easy to get wrapped up in a situation when there's high mental stimulations, high emotions. And it's okay just call time out. Just be like, let me take a step back and breathe mm. and come back when I have a clear mind. Because I think a lot of ways we can kind of sabotage ourselves is when we're not thinking clear-mindedly. You're in an argument with someone and you just say the first thing that comes to mind when really you just need to take a break, rehearse it, and then yeah. come back when you're clear-headed. I know I need to do that so often. But but, that, but that's such an easy, one, an easy line to cross, right? Mm. When you are upset and maybe it's not just in the moment, it's things that have been dragging for days or longer and then somebody just says something that's too much and you just <laughs> and you're like it. what but it's good to yeah take yourself away from the situation um if you can't control your mouth uh, mm. just yeah just just go away physically and then come back and address it but I come think. back because if you go away and that's that's not happening <laughs> it's not a situation it's worse. i think um, that just made me think of something to add on to that is get a positive outlet few emotions mm. so for me it's probably journaling or talking to my friend on the phone yeah just kind of verbalize verb, wow verbalize oh. it how you feel and yeah it's important making sense of it because if you just push it deep down it's not helping anyone no and as you said it can come out the worst times mm-hmm. uh, number six pay attention to how you behave so this is so if you come out Whilst you're in a situation, just kind of keep yourself accountable. Be like, am I treating this person how I would want to be treated? And am I being respectful? And number seven, the last one, it's a lifelong process. Like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Be patient, but also be consistent. There's five elements to emotional intelligence. Self-awareness, self-regulation, social awareness, empathy, and internal motivation. You will not master these in one day. No. You probably won't master them in a month. Oh yeah, you need to just be patient with yourself, be consistent, yeah, and understand that not everyone's perfect. Like we're human, we just need to try our hardest. And it's just go along with it, right? Because mm. some of us are master our emotions better, but then eventually there's a situation in your life that happens that makes it difficult for you to handle, and and then it's like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to learn um, how to behave myself and what to respond to this and yeah it's it's a bit like um i mean it could almost be a lifelong um uh, learning for some of us Mm. really because if you're uh, sheltered all your life in the same environment with the same people maybe you're not gonna have so much of those difficult situations you know yeah um so yeah so it's it's okay it's normal um but uh I think for those that do not handle the situation very well, they will find that very often they are uh, maybe rejected and, uh, you know, you're going to be pushed aside if you don't know how to respond. Mm. And and maybe it can make things worse, I suppose, you know, uh, mm. if you're if you're in a relationship and and then somebody is not able to hear you and or to be present. And then you're going to be like, well, <laughs> I'm going to find my <laughs> friends and my people and you're going to stay alone here and maybe you just feel worse about <laughs> yourself and your life, mm-hmm. but you don't quite know why, you know. 
So for the one that's, I'd say, more emotionally intelligent, it's also your uh, mission to make that person <laughs> aware <laughs> of the denial <laughs> and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe if you thought about this, maybe if you reflect upon that. Uh, yeah, Obviously, it's always also a way to talk to people, right? Yeah. You can't just say, hey, you've been a dick. <laughs> okay. Because then some people need that though. Yeah, some people can take it, but not everybody can not take it, right? Not everyone, so. so you, that's why you, the emotionally intelligent person, needs to read the one you have in front of you. Mm. And needs to be able, okay, that person, I'm going to talk to her or him like that. And yeah, they might not take it well anyway the first time, but eventually it grows on people, you know. It's just planting a seed, mm. as we say, I think. My friend had a situation recently where... She went to go see some of her family members and they were being really rude to her. Mm. And she was just telling me, she was like, I'm sitting in my car, like, I don't want to be here anymore. And I was like, just go and tell them to stop. Like, yeah. I know it's not... It's not easy. It, it's not easy, it's definitely not. Like, standing up to, like, three of your family members and just be like, stop, take the piss out of me yeah. is very scary. But I think you don't know how they're going to receive it. They could receive it very well. They could be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. Or they could receive it very negatively. But I think you would at least know how how they receive it is how they see you and how they view you. Yeah. So I think emotional intelligence can help solidify friendships and relationships or just show you that someone is just not for you right now mm. in terms of their maturity level, their emotional intelligence level. Yeah. That's um that's an interesting one because I had uh, I had an issue like that and uh with my family and my sister in law was like um, talking to me and my brother, you know, and my parents were visiting and she was like, yeah, but why don't you guys tell them? Like, why don't you just guys address this, the issue, you know? It's like, listen, we grew up with them. <laughs> we try to, you know, um, get away from the situation, make mm -hmm. our own life. We suffered through it. We, uh, we also know them and we see that they are not able to uh, respond to mm -hmm. us if we were to say, you know what, enough with the talk because... There's so much confrontation and it's almost like a lost battle. Mm. In a way, I would talk to my mother and say something and nothing would come out of it. I would have said it, but nothing would come out of it. I know it's already. So it's like, yeah, well, what is the point? But, you know, people yeah. outside, they're like, yeah, but why don't you say that? Why don't you do that? Like, listen, listen, <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is complicated. No this is complicated. <laughs> this is not how it works. Um, so that's an interesting one. Yeah. But then, you know, in that situation, you make up your own mind. And, uh, of course, like if your friend is being bothered by some members that, mm. uh, when people start to put pressure on you or manipulate you or whatever, it's important to voice it so people don't, uh, don't do it and you don't s suffer. But the situation where mm, you'll say things and it's not going to fix anything. Uh, so you just have to remove yourself from those situations and and that's the best you can do. Mm. So, yeah, uh, different situations, definitely. It's um, very difficult when it's family. Because mm. I feel like they're the most stubborn sometimes. Yep. Well, you know, it's family, it's blood. They made you, so they have some certain rights. <laughs> <laughs> the unspoken rights. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move away from relationships because I feel like we could talk about that for days. I'm going to move on to the workplace. Yes. And recent research exploring emotional intelligence has suggested that 
these differences often have disadvantages for women but advantages for men at work such as leadership gender roles and the gap between men and women in leadership roles so because men are viewed as more dominant and logical individuals they are seen as a better fit for a leadership role but if we look more closely at the qualities of a leader in a workplace it places more depth on the ability to listen communicate and create an atmosphere where staff staff feel comfortable to express their ideas without being ridiculed um, which can be done by a man or a woman so I think with these kind of old time stereotypes they're still being reinforced today women and men and women are both suffering from that with the whole leadership thing I think it's important to sort of sort of like take like just strip it back essentially to what it actually is and look at if this person possesses these qualities then they should get the role and if they don't then they shouldn't because I think a lot of men in power don't really possess such leadership qualities they're Mm. just seen as he's strong he makes decisions quickly and he'll he'll be a great person to take control of this when sometimes you have to sort of not really react so instinctively and quickly and sort of think about stuff more deeply and then come and say your ideas to them yeah i think it depends what um what country you look into and what uh, types of job uh you look into because i think in norway the equality you know is is very it's very important in the Mm -hmm. workplace um in my experience in the jobs that I've had here in Norway, it was uh, mostly female bosses, to be honest. Okay. Uh, and when I was in England, I also had like mixed half and half men and female, and I didn't see um, differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very hardworking. I mean, a woman has to be really hardworking mm. to be on the level of a guy, I think, to, yeah, to, yeah. to match that level. And, you know... Uh, Keep biting that bone. Yeah, yeah. I think you you have to come across as uh, tough, definitely, if you want to be um, a respected female boss. Um, definitely. But but then I think yeah, there's some things I'm thinking about politics, especially in England. Uh, all those old dudes. What are they doing there? <laughs> um, and I'm so glad I left. Yeah, but but you know, it's it's. Uh, it's it's good to travel, so you see how it is on the other side. But you know, it's it's also nice it's things to appreciate. But but yeah, old men with a lot of money, uh, and also it's because of a family, right? It's like you inherit a, yeah. a seat there and this and that. So there's those jobs, and then there's uh, I'm thinking the jobs like um, engineering, like I'm thinking Elon Musk, you know that type, those types mm. of jobs, and Steve Jobs and all that. Uh, men, a lot of men, a lot of uh, people with. Uh, crazy ideas that are extremely hardworking, uh, that possibly have uh, mental issues uh, to get to that level. And um, I'm thinking, would a woman bother? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it worth our time? You know, I'm just, I'm just thinking because we are wired differently, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know if we would have this insane focus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'm just thinking if there's like a female version of Kanye West with how oh he, <laughs> how he like, in terms of his work ethic yeah. and how he looks at things in like a different perspective. And I'm just like, I, I just don't think there is one. Yeah. 
because in if I think about like science, uh, I'm thinking Marie Curie, mm. uh, who was extremely intelligent, and she was well, she had a man along her uh, on her side, um, but extremely intelligent. But I think she was also at a time in in history treated differently because she was a woman mm. and she was an intelligent woman. So. Uh, that must have been very intimidating for the men back then. And like, do people take us seriously? Because yeah, you're a woman. And they probably had those ideas still that the brain of a woman was smaller and stuff like that. You know? That's ridiculous. So, so like science was not on your side, exactly. Um, but but yeah, but still, you know, it's somebody that worked towards something. But it's not like that person, Marie Curie, went, on, went all out crazy, obsessed about, you know, the science and... Mm. At least that's not how it comes across when you read about her. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know.